What's going on? This your boy, Chris Simmons, coming to you with a special podcast episode, man. It is the kickoff of our new spiritual development series. As you can see, I got my very special guest. Uh, she's been on my show. This is her fourth time on my show. So that's why I decided that I was going to do a special series. Me and her decided that we were going to do a spiritual development series and no other, no better guest to bring on than to bring on Gospel Child. Brianna Petty, what's going on, girl? How you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing good. You know, this is the day that the Lord has made, so I'm going to rejoice and be glad. And I'm just glad to be alive and well this morning. You know what I'm saying? Amen. 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 So, uh, actually, what we decided to do was, uh, in addition to my episodes that come out every Monday, I got it. I got to. I got Brianna to agree to do a series with me. So this will come out every second Wednesday of the month, and I'll post it at six p.m. So this is a on top of what I'm already doing. So this is for y'all who you know want to be spiritually fed. You know what I'm saying this is kind of a new spin that I'm um, experimenting with. So I'm gonna see how this goes. Um, because I know every time I have Brianna on, we always talk about, uh, just, you know, the word of God and we always like to tap into the Bible and everything like that. So I decided that I'm going to do a different series with her. I think this is a great opportunity for me to be able to do something different my podcast. Cause you know, I've been posting episodes every Monday. So I decided I'm going to experiment with this and I really want to see how this goes. So this will be the first episode of this series i'm very excited to get into the show but before i get into the show uh brianna i know that uh me and you've had some off-camera conversations and i know that you've been um i heard that you were moving so how how has the process been going i know it's been stressful um so kind of just talk about how, how everything's been going uh, did you get settled in yeah yet? I'm, I'm done moving i'm just mm-hmm. getting situated and mm-hmm. that's what i'm working on right now so I'm done moving and I'm just, I'm grateful to be in my new place. It's mm-hmm. nice. It's quiet. It's, I love it. That's awesome. And you moved to a, uh, what, different part Well, you move like, are you still in Arkansas, right? You're still in Arkansas, right? Yeah. So I just moved to a different part of the city. It's, it's a little further out than where I was, but it's really, it's really nice where I am though. It's nice and quiet. There you go. Hey, that's what's <laughs> up. I think that. Uh, with anything, I think that God has led you to be in that place. So hopefully, yeah. you know, you'll be able to make the most out of it. Um, I know moving is always stressful. I know I got to move out of my apartment by the end of uh, July and I got moved to a different apartment. So um, I'm, I'm with you on that. I know that it sucks to move, um, especially if you got to. Oh, yeah, it, it, it didn't suck to move because I uh-huh. was ready for it. Um, but the thing about moving with me is that it has to be. It was definitely led by God, and also mm-hmm. it's just the fact that you have to be prepared at all times. So yeah, make sure you prepare the best way you can be prepared. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And also, not uh, not to mention that she's also deciding to go back to school. Um, tell her what what's uh what made you decide that you wanted to go back to school? Yeah. So. Um, Basically, I had went on a consecration for seven days. And during this consecration, I was just um, wanting to hear God speak to me as far as the direction that he wanted me to go. 
And in, in during that cons- consecration, I had received a dream. And in the dream, it was revealed to me that I was introducing myself. And as I was introducing myself, I had um, said that I was going to this school. And I said, school, first of all, school for me in reality, to me was like a scam because they're charging or paying you uh, you're charged you're being charged by going to get student loans to go to school to receive an education and i just felt like for what i wanted to do because during the time when school meant something to me when i was you know a little younger like i wanted to be a detective and i felt like well i didn't have to go to school to be a detective i could become an officer to be a detective but then you know there was a lot of injustices going on with people of color um and so i was like that's not something i think i could see myself doing so that kind of turned me off from wanting to even deal with school and even you know police officers but that's a different story um so back to the dream when i had the dream i was like okay god so i guess you want me to go back to school but what do you want me to go back to school for and um, there was just like throughout life and just meeting new people on this journey with God. Um, he's allowed me to meet. Uh, he's allowed me to meet some interesting individuals who all had something similar um, that they were struggling with and that they will always come to me asking for counsel on. And so I'm going back to school to get my degree and to take up um, counseling so I can become a licensed counselor, Christian counselor. And I'm getting ready and prepared for that too coming up. So I'm I'm excited for that as well. Yes, ma'am. That is always a, a, a great mission to be able to be a, she emphasized Christian counselor to be able to help. Um, are you trying to, like what, like when you become a counselor, like what type of audience are you trying to help? Are you trying to help all people, like younger people, older people? Um, yeah, so I'm I the goal right now, unless God gives me something different, mm-hmm. is to become a Christian counselor. Now, just because I'm labeled as a Christian counselor does not mean that I would not um, assist people who don't believe. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would welcome them even more. Um, but there are a lot of us Christians out here in the world who feel out of place especially when we're going through trials and tribulations and we don't know where to go. We don't know. There's only so many times you can pray. Um, and sometimes when you pray, you don't feel like maybe God hears you. And so it's good to have that godly counsel from an individual who's experienced going through spiritual warfare, who can you know, give you counsel backed by scripture and also give you that peace of mind and knowing like I'm not out here alone in what I'm going through. And that this sister, God is using this sister to speak to me. So that's my goal. That, that's awesome. And I, and I hope, hopefully everything work out. I'm praying for you. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, um, you know, you make your, just make a difference out here. I think that's the big thing is just what I hear about what you're trying to do. I think the main thing is you're trying to make a difference. And I really applaud that. Uh, so I, I pray that everything goes well. Hopefully, you know. <laughs> you know, the whole transition is going to be smooth. I have no, I have faith that it's going to work out. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, let me get, so yeah, we're going to get right into it. Um, we're going to get into the podcast. I know I had a little, you know, a couple questions for my, for my guest, Brianna, because I know she got a lot going on in her life. And so 
you know, it, it's, it's easy to be overwhelmed. It's easy to get overwhelmed with a lot of responsibilities that we take on in life. And so I wanted to open up with this scripture. I thought this was a perfect uh, scripture for to kick off the, the spiritual development series. Uh, I want to start. I want to read from Isaiah uh, chapter 40, verse 28 through 31. This was one of my favorite. These are some of my favorite verses because I remember having uh, reading this last year in 2020 because I know last year in 2020 we was all burnt out. We was all exhausted. You know, what I'm saying we were all stressed out in a lot of different areas in our life. So I'm going to read from the English Standard Version. I'm going to read from the ESV Version. Um, Mm -hmm. And what it says is, Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is everlasting God. My, my, my. The creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. My, my, my. He gives power to the faint and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall fall exhausted. But here's a good here's a catch. But they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Now, man, that was that was some deep stuff right there. That was deep, man. Um, you know what? What I really got out of that verse, I really like the last line, Isaiah chapter forty, verse thirty-one, where it says, "They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength." I know a lot of us, when we go through life, a lot of us feel weary from day to day, and there and there's a lot of things in life that make us feel weary. I know, you know, for a lot of people it's work. You know, a lot of people when they go to work eight, ten, twelve hours a day, they come home exhausted. They don't have any energy left. Or in my case, I'm in school. Like I go to school. That can cause a lot of stress and, and, and worry because I'm trying to I'm working on trying to graduate with a degree. That's a lot. You know, it can be hard. You know, school can be hard. Sometimes the work that they give us makes in my mind, no sense. But I know the goal that I have is to graduate. And sometimes when we focus on the goal, we can get lost in the process. And what do I mean? Sometimes, you know, we have a certain mission in our life, whether it's to be able to take care of a family, whether it's to be able to get a degree, you know, whether it's to maintain a relationship. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that there's a lot of stress that comes with that. But in this verse, God is saying, you know, the verse is saying, wait on the Lord, which he's telling you, okay, you may be tired. You may feel weary with everything that's going on in your life, but just wait on me and I will renew your strength. Because a lot of us try to renew our strength by ourselves. A lot of us want to take on our problems by ourselves. And we don't want to be able to consult with God about our problems. We don't want to tell God about it. Because we feel like, oh, I can do it by myself. No, that's not the case. Okay, just remember, you are not alone in this. You are never alone in your struggle. You know, a lot of people feel like, oh, I'm doing this by myself. You know, I'm the only one out here. No, you're not. Because God is with you at all times. You know what I'm saying? God is always with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. 
So if you are having that stress in your life, you have to just get down on your knees and just pray and just talk to him about it. Open up about open up to God about what you're going through. Because it's so easy to get caught up in everything in the world. It's so easy to get caught up to the point where you lose track of the purpose that he has for your life. So my mm-hmm. so my suggestion is, you know, if you ever feel like you're overwhelmed, you feel like life has just beaten you up so bad, you got to, you know, be able to look that problem in the face and be able to talk to God about it because God is going to help you out. Sister Brianna, do you got anything that you want to add to that? <laughs> No, that's really good. We just, we have to wait on God. And the key word is to wait. And that's why um, we're told throughout even the New Testament to pray without ceasing. And also don't lose heart whenever you're going through trials and tests. And some of our trials require us to wait, you know. So we just have to wait. And part of us even, you know, Bearing even our cross, it comes with weight. We have to walk in the fruits of the spirit, and part of the fruits of the spirit is to be patient. Mm-hmm. We have to be patient in long suffering. We have to long suffer sometimes. So we just wait on God, and He will definitely renew our strength. Mm-hmm. That's good. Absolutely. And you know, for my personal example, like I always mention this, like this was probably the biggest thing that happened. I remember um, coming across this verse for the first time. In 2020, um, through my injury, um, I remember that I was home and, you know, I was in the cast and there were times where I felt weak. You know, I didn't I didn't I didn't have the energy to be able to do some of the some of the stuff I wanted to do. Um, And that really took a burden on me. Um, And I remember listening and I remember, you know, coming across this verse telling me to just wait, Um, just wait. You know, everything is going to work out over time. And I think that's the problem with a lot of us. A lot of us want stuff to happen now. You know, God God does not work on your schedule. Just remember that. God does not work on your schedule. You know, sometimes you'll pray about something. The next day it won't happen. The next day it won't happen. And you're like, well, where are you at? Sometimes, you know, when God doesn't do stuff right away, he's working on something in order for you to receive the biggest blessing you'll ever receive. That's one thing I had to learn is that sometimes, you know, it, it, it requires patience. Like Brian said, it requires being patient, you know, whatever it is. What, you know, I don't know what you might be going through. I know for me last year, the big thing was my Achilles injury. You could be dealing with, you know, a loss of a loved one. You could be dealing with, you know, a, you know unemployment. I mean, you can be dealing with um, a, a tough relationship with your, with your significant other. I mean, whatever it is that you're going through. You got to understand that God is not going to leave you there in the midst of your trouble. So you just... Yeah, you're never alone in what you go through. And I think the thing that we should take away from mm-hmm. waiting on God is usually when we have to wait, it exposes things about ourselves um, that we need to come to God about in prayer so that he can fix. Like when you have to wait on things and you're used to having stuff in a timely manner, which with God, he exists outside of time. So he doesn't, he doesn't have a, a, um, a clock with him. He just has his, the word and he sends it down and it doesn't come back up empty. But the thing is, when you have to wait, you, like with me personally, my patience level is sometimes thin and I do struggle with anger. 
Um, and that's not the fruits of the spirit. That's works of the flesh. So, but during the time of waiting, when I'm, when I see that I'm struggling with anger and patience, I can be praying about that. And so somebody can be watching this right now. Maybe you've prayed about something and it didn't come when you expected it to, or it hasn't come yet. And you're noticing like your attitude has changed. Like, first of all, when we pray to God for stuff, we ought to expect that it will happen. And if it doesn't happen immediately or soon, know that God has something uh, better, but he still has something for you. So practicing gratitude, like, and not changing your attitude uh, to indifferent whenever you're asking for something in prayer. But we should be praying always. That's our duty as Christian believers, especially, is we always ought to give um, thanks and be in prayer about everything. The word says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer and supplication, make your request known unto God. You got to bring your request to God in prayer and walk away knowing that he already heard you. And move on to the next thing. Absolutely. And I think, uh, uh, you know, the problem with the day, you know, with a lot of people is that a lot of people want stuff to happen right away. And a lot of people get distracted, you know, with social media, the news, you know, just other people just talking down. You know what I mean? I think that's that that's that's the main that's really one of the main problems that people have and that and it also distracts them from listening to God is when they want to get caught up in that type of stuff. When they want to, you know, God will tell them one thing. God will say, okay, your situation is going to get better. And then you go, you go look on the news, you know, to find answers. You know, people are looking for answers in the wrong place. You know what I mean? They may have, they may have heard God say something, but then they heard CNN say something else. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes that can play an effect with the trust that you have in God. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are looking for other people to tell them how their situation is going to end up. And God is yeah. saying, don't don't look to other people. You know what I'm saying? I, they didn't create you. I'm the one that created you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you trying to, you know, go on Instagram talking about, oh, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow? Like, is, is the world going to get better? And I understand that we right now are living in a crisis situation. There's a lot going on in the world. And I know it, it takes your attention away from what God is trying to tell you. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing. It's like, go to God. We shouldn't for be, that. As, as Christians even, especially, mm-hmm. we should not be influenced or nor swayed by the world at all. Mm-hmm. Our, we know where our hope is. Our hope is in God, who is in heaven. And he controls everything below him, which is this world. He has control over the things here. The thing is, we have to understand that this world, I mean, if you go off scripture, it does not say that the world will get better. It does not say that, you know, everything will be resolved. The Bible clearly says in Matthew 24, verse 35, that heaven and earth will pass away. So this world is going to be destroyed. So why not spend time with getting to know God and getting familiar with his ways Mm-hmm. and seeking him and turning your heart back to him so that he can lead you into all righteousness so that when he returns, you're not one of those people who are afraid and scared because you don't know where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Like heaven and hell is real. Mm-hmm. 
So whether you believe it or not, I mean, that's your personal conviction, but I believe it. I believe it just for the simple fact that I have experienced dreams where I've seen demons. I've experienced, you know, real life situations where where stuff supernatural has happened that only could be described as something that God had to do with it, you know? So when you believe in God, you're going to seek him and follow him. Whatever you believe in is what will lead you. You believe in God, let him lead you. Let his spirit lead you, which is the spirit of truth. Absolutely. And it also kind of brings up another verse that I wanted to share right here. Um, it's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Now, now, what I love about reading the Bible is how it's, it's so true. It's probably the truest book alive, you know what I'm saying? Probably where you can get most of your information from um, if you want to know more about this life, you know what I'm saying? You want to know more about the purpose that God has for you. Um, you, can't find, you can't really find it anywhere else but the Bible. So Proverbs 3, 5, 6, this is also another uh, very well-known verse. Um, really had to keep reading it over and over to really understand what it actually meant. And what it says is that trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Let me say it again. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. That, that, that verse right there can't be any more true right there. And, and what he's, and what, and what this verse is saying is that a lot of us, feel like we know everything a lot of us feel like oh i know what's going to happen i know me i know the direction that i want to go in you got to take that you got to take a step back sometime you know what i'm saying you got to take that step back and realize that the direction that god has that god is taking you is not going to be sometimes not going to be in alignment with where you want to go in your life you know what I'm saying? A lot of us want to rely on our own intelligence to make decisions and to make decisions about our life. Like I said earlier, you you were not you didn't create yourself. God created you. Okay? Sometimes we gotta just reset, refocus our attention. Stop trying to, you know, look for these different scientists and all this other stuff to be able to figure us out. No. You got to just refocus your energy on, you know, on the truth. Stop getting caught up in, stop getting consumed with all these lies, you know, all these lies that people are telling you about yourself and your life. God knows best. Okay. So that's where, you know, you just got to just get out your own way, get out your own way. And that's the problem is if you fill your mind with all that negativity, all that, all that noise. It's going to affect how you go about your daily life. That's why, like, now, I don't get affected by some stuff as much as I used to. Like, what people say on the news, that doesn't affect me anymore. What people, you know, the negative comments that people talk that people talk about me, none of that affects me anymore. None of that social media, none of that affects me. You know, all that drama and all that stuff that you want to get caught up in, it don't affect me. Why? Because I choose to be able to be consumed in the Bible. I, I refocus my attention on what I know is, is known to be true. And so if you want to, you know, be able to live, if you want to be able to, you know, 
live a stress stressless life. You got to refocus your attention. Don't get caught up in all the stress. Don't get caught up in all that. Trust in the Lord, even though it may not look where it may not look where you want it to go, but trust in him. My Achilles injury. I, I didn't I didn't I didn't want that to happen. You think I want that to happen? No. But I had to learn how to trust in the Lord and it led me to a path that has been better for me. It led me down this path to do podcasts, be able to write write books, you know, be able to go out and inspire people. Mm-hmm. So that's where I had to stop being on, on my own understanding and just be able to put my attention toward toward God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And always, like, if, if ever you're doing whatever you're doing, whether it be career, um, whatever, education, the Bible says in Psalms 37, verse 5, to commit your way to the Lord and trust him and he will do it. The word says he will do it, not you. So whatever you think that you've done, whatever greatness you think you have achieved, you did not do it. God did it. Mm-hmm. So I just encourage people, you know, it's easier said than done. I can't tell someone how to trust in God. I've been in situations where it's been hard for, for me to trust anything because of the stuff that I've gone through. But, you know, you just got to give God a chance. Give him a chance and, you know, expect you know, that he will lead you on the right path, even if it's a path that you did not expect or that you were not necessarily a fan of at first. Because like with school, I wasn't a fan of going to school. I was a fan of working. And the Bible clearly says, you know, I was trying to work to be successful. And the word clearly says, don't wear yourself out trying to be rich. But, you know, continue to seek God. I will give you, when you follow God, all the stuff that you think you wanted or all the stuff that you need, it's going to come to you. Mm-hmm. So just trust God in everything. Um, I, my my mindset has even switched. Like, I remember I wanted to be like a, like a uh, content creator, kind of, sort of. But you, once you come into the knowledge of God, you understand if you want to be a great person, you got to be a servant. There's stuff that, you know, I do that I don't necessarily want to do. But I know I'm here to serve, to help people, and that it's God's kingdom that's important, and that kingdom will soon come. And whoever is the greatest there, I know for a fact that they were a servant here on earth. So if you set your mind, like Brother Paul told us, set your mind on the things above and not the things here on this earth, it'll it'll shift your focus and it'll help you to be more appreciative of the word as well. Absolutely. And I think a lot of that understanding, like you were saying, comes from stuff that you deal with in your own life. I know when we're talking about this, me and her are really big believers. And I know it's easy for us to be able to trust in it, be able to trust in it. But some of you, you may be like, well, how do I trust in somebody that I don't see? And that's that's the importance of having faith, you know, having faith. And sometimes that it will take certain things in your life to really understand what we're talking about. Because I know personally, I wasn't, I I know I wasn't like really bought into it at first, but it took some trials and errors for me to really get down on my knees and start and start and, and start praying and start reading my Bible because 
you know, I, I always thought that my life was going to go the way that I thought. But it took, you know, my sophomore year of high school where, you know, I was faced with a lot of different challenges. I just felt like I, was, I kept getting in trouble in school. Like my grades was not doing good. You know, athletically, I was not seeing the playing time that I was hoping for. Um, and I just felt like, you know, the everything was going against me. I had no idea. I, I didn't know what to do. And then that's when, you know, when I got down and prayed about it, that's when my situation started to change. Like stuff started getting better in my life. You know, I was getting opportunities that I never thought I could get. Um, so really, sometimes it'll take that. And then like the next year, I tear my PCL. I'm out for the I'm out for the whole season for for football. That really, really got me really emotional. And that's when I really started, you know, learning how to pray and st- learning how to read my Bible. I mean, it just started with those those tragedies that happened in my life that really opened me up. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it, it's different. It's different for, you know, it's different. I know with my friend, he, he ended up in the hospital. Um, my friend, you know, ended up in the hospital. I mean, I think he, uh, you know, had a incident where he might have, you know, overdosed or something. Um, but he was in that hospital for a period of time, and then he suffered through depression, and that's when he really, you know, bought into the Word of God. So I think ultimately... It, it depends. It it depends. Every every everybody's different. I mean, it, it it's always different for everybody. Um, but I know for me, it took that those hard times for me to really understand that no, I'm not in control of my life. I'm I'm not in control yeah. of my life at all because I thought I was for the longest time, but I really wasn't. Um, so that's really where I had to refocus my mind to say, okay, this is not my destiny is not determined by me. It's determined by God. Whatever, wherever God leads me, that's where I got to go. And so that's what I think will really open you got will really open up your mind is when you start to see stuff that you can't control. That's when you know that there's something, there's something greater. There's something, there's somebody else doing this. It's not, it's not people that's doing this. It's not people that's determining uh, what, what happens in the world is something greater. And so it just, like I said, you know, it just it just all comes at different times. But, you know, yeah, you got your your relationship with God. God has strategically, um, according to his will, there are people that he will reveal himself to. And it might come through a form of an injury or whatever the case. But from that point, you have to work out your own salvation. No one can force you into believing who God is, but don't be like how the people were in the days of Noah, where Noah warned the people that there was a flood coming. And during this time, they were like, a flood, like, it's never rained here. you crazy. And then finally, it was raining and it never stopped. And then they were uh, dying. Some of them, they were drowning. Some people were trying to get on the ark. Noah, uh, God gave Noah some instructions and Noah did what God told him to do, and everybody else sat in their rebellion, and they died. And you can see there is a constant, there's there's a consistency of rebellion throughout the hands of time in the Bible where people don't believe. It's not enough for us to get on the podcast 
and tell you about God. Like at some point you have to believe and you can't buy belief. There's something you have to receive in your heart and know that you know that you know that God is real and he's coming back and he's going to execute judgment on this world and you don't want to be a part of that wrath. If he, if he sent fire down from heaven, sulfur, and burns, have you ever looked at that? Do you know what that looks like? Do you know what that looks like? That's not something, and just imagine that something like that will be in the lake of fire, the lake of fire. You drown in fire. That's 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 unimaginable. But that I believe that is what is going to come. See, because I I believe that. I believe that from the evidence of scripture and just knowing that there are dark entities out here and there are demons out here. Then sure enough, hell is real. So and God is real, and I I know this myself through my personal relationship with God. So I just you know pray. The children, the people that watch this, if you haven't already received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that you will, and that you will turn your heart back to him. And it's so crazy because when we usually understand that God is in control of our lives, we have been committed so many sins that people in the Old Testament died from. They literally, you know, they don't have any hope. In their sin, but we have hope through Jesus Christ. We're saved through Jesus Christ, and I just encourage everybody to read the gospel mm-hmm. and trust God. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I think that's um, where we'll co- close out the show right here. Is um, you know, I know that you know some people get worried about coming to God because they feel like they have to be this perfect person. Just remember, yeah. like, Jesus loves everybody. You don't have to be no perfect saint or anything like that to come to Christ. I wasn't perfect when I came to Christ. I know I had a lot of stuff going on in my life. Um, so just remember, like, God will take you anytime. He loves you. He He created you to be here. You know what I'm saying? If he didn't love you, he wouldn't have created you to call, do his will. None of us are qualified to do his will. But he trusts us anyway. Why? Because he loves us. He loves us with all his heart. You know what I'm saying? He's waiting for you to come to you. You know, he's waiting with his arms open wide for you to just get down your knees and just say, God, I'm willing to accept who you accept you. You know what I'm saying? He's waiting for that. You know what I'm saying? So don't feel like, oh, I got to, you know, clean my life up before. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, Come as you are. That's what he said. Come as you are. Look at all the people who Jesus healed. None of those people were perfect. None of them had to pay any you know money to receive healing. All of them came because they believed. And their belief is what made, healed them. They believed in Jesus Christ. See, Jesus, as the son of God and, and as a king, he humbled himself to become a servant. To come and help people, you know? And so... You don't have to come as a perfect person. Come as you are and let him fix you. He that has done a great work within you is faithful to finish that. Let him finish that, not you. Amen. Amen. Uh, Sister Brianna, you want to close us out in in a prayer? I I know that. All right. You know that way. All right, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord God, 
your word says where two or more are gathered in your name, you should be there in the midst. So we just thank you for being with us here in this conversation, Lord. Father God, if there's anyone that is watching this or listening to this podcast, Lord God, and they desire to have a closer relationship with you, I pray that you will reveal yourself and manifest yourself to them and give them the desire, stir their their spirit up to um, just go and start spending time with you, whether it be through prayer, fasting, and just reading the word, Lord God. Father God, we thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to do away with um, the repercussions of our sins, Lord. We are not deserving of your grace and mercy, Father God, but you love us, and I'm so glad that you love us, Lord God. Um, Lord, I pray that if there's anyone that is struggling with any um, substance abuse, Lord, there's anyone struggling with health issues, Father God, there's anyone struggling with belief Lord, that you will just stir in their spirits, God, to trust you with all their hearts and to not lean on their own understanding, Lord, but to acknowledge you in every way, in all of their ways, so that you can direct them down the path of righteousness, God. Lord, we also uh, stand and repent for any sins that we've committed knowingly and unknowingly, Father. And we ask you that if there's any iniquity in our hearts, God, that you will search it out and lead us down the path of righteousness. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Man, what a great what a great way to close out the show right there. I definitely feel revived and refreshed and ready to take on the rest of this day. I just want to say <laughs> thank you to my girl, Brianna, for coming on and doing this series with me. Like I said, I'm going to try to get these out here every second Wednesday of the month. So if you're looking for some spiritual development, tune in every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. That's when I'll be posting the episodes and you can uh, get yourself some spiritual development and learn more about the word of God and his truth. And man, it's just been a blessing to be. It's just been a blessing and honor. I'm glad that she was able to do this. Um, Man, definitely been one of my favorite guests and one of my favorite supporters you know what i'm saying so i really appreciate that she came on you know what i'm saying but like i said we're gonna keep doing this as long as god lets us do this you know what i'm saying i feel like this is important that's why i want to do it. i wanted to make an addition to the podcast because i feel like our spiritual development is very important you know what i'm saying so that's why i'm really really want to be able to do this so i'm glad that she was able to make time to do it all right but hey it's your boy Chris Simmons coming to a close on this show, and I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Have a blessed day. Peace.